0: Oh, you know that saying in sports, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, a saying that is as timeless as any, including the ones we invoked in our insane radio deals.com fast take yesterday to describe the University of Lynchburg baseball team. They win the NCAA division three college world series, and here's how the action might have sounded.
1: Harrington trying to end it.
0: And he does!
1: Swarm the field, Hornets! You are national champions!
0: And then there's the version of the University of Lynchburg getting the final out against johns hopkins seven to six victory that might have included something that was not actually recorded on microphone might being the operative word of course because our degenerate minds here in the fast lane have to invoke this
1: errington trying to end it
0: and he does
1: swarm the field hornets you are national champions
0: is palpable no kenny powers did Thank not god actually record the final out but i'm like god it's friday it, you're as glad as anyone that today is friday the lynchburg hornets get the thrill of victory seven to six and by the way the total irony of the lynchburg hornets victory seven to six to win the ncla division three championship is this that sound bite that we played from kenny powers when his mystical team atlanta in the show eastbound and down won the World Series, and then Kenny Powers uttered, oh, f- ah! Guess what? The score was 7-6 to six in that game, much like the University of Lynchburg victory. Yes, you cannot make this stuff up. It is almost impossible. It was destiny. I mean, it, 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 it Danny really Mc- was. At Danny McBride, you want to come, come to Lynchburg. If Danny McBride wanted to come on the show... We would drop everything. We would even drop the call from our next guest who has been monitoring the run of the University of Lynchburg while also monitoring the local teams in action in the state playoffs today. Semifinal action. And with all due respect, Dave Walls, ABC13WSCT, Dave, uh, we love you. We appreciate your insight. But if Kenny Powers does want to hit us up right now at 434-534-8500, we could even give him uh, a call on his cell phone if he wanted to provide that at Fastlane Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Insta. We'd gladly accept that, of course. Uh, then we would have to move you out of the way and we'd have to reschedule.
1: As long as Kenny Powers has the whole uh, real American theme music that he used to come out of the bullpen with, you know, it's got to be the full entrance you know, when, when he makes his de- debut on your show. No less will suffice.
0: Yes, indeed. Over the top um no I, i'm pretty sure the university of lynchburg is celebratory as things were and probably are today i would imagine that the first thing that was uttered after the university of lynchburg hornets uh clinch that seven to six victory the real one not the mythical kenny power seven to six victory but the real one for the championship was probably not that soundbite that we just played but it probably was a lot of joy for lynchburg hornet fans um just big picture what does this moment mean
1: uh, it means everything. Think about where this program was, you know, five six years ago when Lucas Jones took over. You know, it's a program that's had, you know, some uh, moderate success in the ODEC, but certainly not competing in the bigger, deeper stage like maybe some of the other programs were. And it's it's been fun to look over, you know, this last day or two to look over the steps the team has made each year with uh, Coach Jones you know, finally winning that ODAC title, um, you know, winning a re- or make, advancing into the regionals, then advancing into the super regionals. They've made steps. And the thing is, th- anybody who thinks this was a fluke, this was not a fluke. Lynchburg, if you look at it objectively, was the most consistent dominant team in the national championship series amongst all those teams. Uh, you know, solid pitching, three straight complete games, and even when they had their backs against the wall yesterday, you know, that's hard to come down after, you know, Hopkins put it on you in game two. It's hard to bounce back. But this team just never flinched no matter who was in front of them. And uh, it just shows where this program is now and the type of players that they're able to recruit. And, you know, it, it sets a new standard.
0: Dave Walls, ABC 13 WSET with us here in the fast lane. He is our great standard of uh, local insight and analysis. And you mentioned the Lynchburg Hornets run. uh, And and we touched on this on our insane radio deals.com fast takes that you can today uh, or yesterday in particular, the one that's airing uh, today and over the weekend across the Virginia talk radio network. And that is, you know, you can use all the cliches that you want uh, for this Lynchburg baseball team, but when adversity struck, and they had to win Game 3 because they could not hold the lead in Game 2. And granted, it's one nothing. It's not like this was a big-blown lead. But Johns Hopkins kind of rattled them in Game 2. And then Lynchburg falls down 4 nothing in Game 3. They never panicked at any point in that. What does that say about this program in particular that uh, after all the dominance they had in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, up until that point at Game 2 and then the early portion of Game 3, they were able to steady the ship and get the victory?
1: Yeah, you know, this is a team that has had their backs against the wall during various points in this postseason. You know, I go back to the ODAC championship where Shenandoah, I think, has got an eight-run lead and early in that game, and it looks like, you know, it's going to be a laugher, and they just chip, chip, chip away at it. And, you know, this is a team that, for all the clichés that might be used in this situation, they truly do have the utmost confidence in each other. You know, I didn't see any... Heads being hung. I didn't see anyone giving any less than 100% effort. And, you know, again, when Hopkins started to get get a little of their mojo back, Lynchburg stayed right in the slot, you know, minimized the damage and bounced back to cause some of their own. You know, and so when the bats weren't doing it, the pitching was, everybody lifted one another up just when they needed it. I mean, a complete team effort the entire way. And it really just shows, you know, the high caliber of, players and coaching that's going on uh, over on
0: It Indeed I mean and now they've got a trophy to show for it you never know if you'll get back to this point obviously Lucas Jones should have them in contention to make the NCAA tournament and make these runs every year but there is an element of randomness in baseball and in sports in general that you don't know if you'll ever get these opportunities again and how fleeting and precious they can be is that more exacerbated or heightened in a sport like baseball just because there is that variance and that randomness that comes in and uh, obviously as well with a team like Lynchburg uh, the depth of starting pitching they had this year there's talent that'll come up but it's going to be hard to replace a lot of that talent and at least now they've got something something very cool in fact a championship trophy to show for it
1: you know it's going to be hard to replace that there's no doubt baseball is a little bit more random so On the the collegiate level, especially the D three collegiate level, it's as hard to do it year after year. But the thing is, as Coach Jones was saying post game yesterday, this sets a new standard for not only the team but the ODAC conference as a whole. I mean, that was arguably one of the toughest conferences. You know, uh, Shenandoah was number two or number three in the country all year long, and Lynchburg was able to take him out on multiple occasions. And you know, he even said, you know, if Shenandoah is in this tournament. You know, if we didn't have to match up to them to the finals, you know, we might have had an old ODAC final. They were that good. So now, you know, Lynchburg, with this win, Lynchburg's going to be able to recruit a lot uh, bigger talents than maybe they had been in the past. Because not only are you going to get, do you know that if things fall your way and you put in the work, you got a chance to make it uh, to the national championship, but, you know, you're going to face the top level uh, D3. Uh, opponents in the country, game in and game out. You know, And if you're a player, that's what you want. You want the chance to win, and you want a chance to prove that you're the best against the best. So I think this run does uh, lots of great things. For their future, even if they're not able to necessarily repeat next year, it sets a high bar for what they're able to do moving forward.
0: You put all your great insight and analysis at Dave Walls, WSET, on Twitter, and you've been grinding at work uh, as you come back on the injured list earlier this week, and we are grateful for your time. As mentioned, I said, hey, Dave Walls must be the elite of the elite athlete. This is an Adrian Peterson like comeback from a torn ACL. Think about it athletes take a year to come back. Dave was a few weeks. Like let's let's give this guy some credit here. This is this is he's built different. Dave, I really really that is applause that you are hearing from the Fastlane Studios for your comeback efforts this week. Um, Trey had to just take that to another level and justifiably so, because you're grateful enough to do a double duty with us this week, adding to that workload that only you are capable of, Um, you know, a reality for the Lynchburg Hornets though. And you mentioned what this does winning a national championship in baseball for ODAC sports. We in our backyard, see what these teams can do in different sports. What does it do though for a conference like the ODAC, which has had, great success on a local and regional level but now maybe wake up the country and when it comes to d3 sports i'm not going to pretend that they're on the same level as d1 we're obviously not naive but for folks that really look at d3 schools and see who's dominant what does it say for the Odac now that okay now you've got a a big one that you can hang up as well
1: you know it's a great question because one of the uh reporters out in iowa yesterday Mentioned, you know the ODAC uh, gets a lot of gaudy numbers sometimes in rankings but they haven't had a lot of the national championship success at least on the baseball side of it uh, this proves that the conference uh, can compete they can win you know and, and it gives you a little more respect you know in the national audience you know d3 is is very scattered whereas you know if you look at d1 sports you know there's certainly hotbeds you know if you're in basketball you're going to look to like you know, your Duke and North Carolinas or maybe, you know, out west somewhere. You know, you got your little softball. You're going to look to your UCLA's or your Oklahoma's, your little hotbeds. D3 is a little more scattered around. You've got your hotbeds, but it's, you know, it's just, it, 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 there's communities that, that are just more scattered. And A lot of times the best doesn't play the best until the very end of the season. But, you know, the ODACs prove now that they've got some of the best and now that they can win the national championship. So uh, consider kind of a warning shot fired to the rest of the D3 sports world that uh, if you're going to play the best, uh, you might have to be rolling through Lynchburg.
0: Dave Walls, WSET, is with us here in the Fast Lane. That's also his Twitter handle, and we're grateful for his time. Dave, there's the thrill of victory, and then there's the agony of defeat. And we'll put the pseudo agony of defeat at this first because – while Virginia gets robbed of a walk-off home run today from Jake Geloff, his home run bid was robbed literally the final out of the game by Duke's Tyler Albright. Um, right. As much as that loss stings for Virginia fans, it has to feel a little bit different than what we'll get to in a moment, which are the high school sports losses, or if Lynchburg did not win yesterday, because at least for UVA baseball, they've got a chance to come back tomorrow and now possibly Sunday if they can win tomorrow. And oh, by the way, um, it, it's you know they're not in a an elimination game as painful as that loss today was
1: yeah uh you know uva's got time to come back plus they're doing it at home so i mean there's still plenty of time for them to turn uh, turn things around so you know and if you're gonna lose a one run game you know those can go either way so i don't think you have anything to hang your head about uh coming into uh coming into tomorrow and yeah for uh but the thing of high school sports like we've seen uh some today uh uh, for some of these players, it's the last time they suit up, and it's uh, it's a lot to deal with. So uh, uh, certainly, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat never more evident than the last forty eight hours in our, in our region.
0: Yeah, no question about that. And uh, you know, one of the examples of that came on the baseball diamond as well with LCA Baseball. They've had these magnificent runs, but they fall to New Kent. 12 to 8 in a game today that am i off on this dave it kind of felt weird in that sense and because it felt weird and shootout ish given the pitching strength of a team like lca it didn't play to their advantage and like we mentioned on the plus side of it with the university of lynchburg earlier uh there is the downside and sometimes uh that pops up and that was the case for lca baseball today just at the wrong time the state semifinals where their run comes to
1: an end yeah, you know, no matter if you're undefeated or if you're a 500 team, when you make it to the postseason, there's just no room for mistakes, you know. And the pitching, while not terrible today, you know, gave up a couple big hits. But then you go to the field, and LCA had six errors in the field today. And it doesn't matter what level of ball you're at, if you're committing six errors, there's not a high hope of you taking the win and uh and new kent capitalized on it to their credit i personally didn't think new kent was that great of a team they didn't necessarily overpower anybody their pitching was uh, kind of mediocre but at the same time you know when you get chances you know when the opponent gives you an opportunity to close the door you shut the door on them and new kent did that today so they're deserving of it and uh, for randy tomlin there's still a lot of talent on that team coming back next year but Uh, mark my words, they're going to come in with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, uh, feeling like they have something to prove, not just in the regular season, but once the uh, postseason rolls around again in 2024.
0: Yeah, it's a good point about what LCA Baseball has, because they're perennially there. They're one of those programs like LCA Football and some of the Appomattox teams, among others, that are often there. Another one that's often there, but Uh, You know, it just didn't seem to start out right, literally on the wrong foot for Jefferson Forest because the first couple minutes of the game and they end up giving up one goal to Jamestown, another one goes in right before halftime and that 2-0 score proved to be the final. Um, You know, to have a state semifinal where one team is able to strike that quickly what advantage does that provide in a sport like soccer to a team like jamestown on the flip side maybe a shell shock part for jefferson forest where it can be really hard to stick with your original game plan just when uh, you know all of a sudden right off the bat there's that desperation mode that kicks in
1: oh absolutely yeah you know in 20 seconds into the game today in fact the game plan went out the door you know jamestown just uh does a little forward pass and uh The defense doesn't read it correctly, and suddenly they've got a breakaway goal in the first minute. You know, you get through that, and then, you know, four or five minutes later, actually, not before that, was like the fifth minute or so, uh, Jamestown, again, just takes advantage of a failed clear on defense, and you blink and it's two to nothing. And uh, from there, J.F. was on their heels in the first half. They rebounded very well in the second half. Uh, One shot, beat the goaltender clean and rang off two posts, and then bounced out about as close as you can get. Uh, and then uh, the Jamestown goaltender, to his credit, made about two or three point-blank saves. Uh, so the Cavaliers had their opportunities, but it's hard to go you know, 80 minutes in high school soccer uh, you know, running uphill the whole time. just feels like the, the field is just tilted against you. Uh, so you know, there was an opportunity there. Cavs wish they would have that back, but still, uh, they never gave up, and they made it uh, much closer, and even the scoreboard would appear down the stretch.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's really what happened. Uh, is you lose that early goal, and all of a sudden, the whole game plan goes out the window. Uh, the game plan for this week kind of went out the window, but Dave Walls of ABC13 was flexible enough to go along with it anyway in the fast lane, Dave. Thank you so much for your time today. Congratulations on coming off the injured list in impeccable fashion. Adrian Peterson like pat fashion as our own Trey Lyle would say. I dug into my bag for that one. Yes, you did, Trey. And that was a mighty good compliment for you to lob to Dave Walls, as we'll keep following you at Dave Walls W S E T on Twitter before we chat again.
1: I'm not running for a thousand yards this year, but Adrian Peterson can't work the camera, so I think it's an even trade. I hey, appreciate the compliment. And that I, was only
0: I, half what he ran off the ACL because he ran for two thousand. Yeah, you know, so. hey,
1: very much. Well, so. I can't run for two thousand either, so I mean, I was just, I was trying to make it look pretty good. I, if I run for ten yards right now, that's pretty good. Hey, but you know what? It, it's good.
0: You can always do that in Madden, so you'll be good.
1: There you go. That, that's where I'll shine. <laughs> Have Very, a great weekend, guys. Appreciate it. You, you See you, Dave. Dave.
0: Dave Wallace, abc 13 WSET, with us in the Fast Lane. So here's the game plan next because we're, you know, normally we lay it out on the Fast Lane social platforms, Fast Lane, Ed Lane, and Trey VT. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. However, today it's a little bit different. We're scheduled to chat with Isaac Simmons, Liberty University golfer who played at Jefferson Forest High School as well. He has qualified for the U.S. Open next weekend we'll preview that by the way on wednesday with paul stone our pro handicapper uh, who will join us next weekend when we return maybe it's isaac simmons a little bit early maybe it's someone from the university of lynchburg baseball they've been dealing with their flight back to the hill city so we're just going to play it by ear and in the meantime you'll still get votes of confidence and fast five at five ish if not so true insight of course that only you'll get from us because nothing says insight quite like whatever comes out of our mouths here in the Fast Lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.